My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Yo, guys. I don't know if you know this. I'm recording this episode. Uh, let me just see when this airs because if I tell you what I'm going to tell you, it might not make sense. Yeah, so it's February 5th when you're watching this or listening to this. So that's super cool. February, I found out, is actually the season of our solar and moon years or whatever that all of our manifestations from or since 2017 of February are going to start to come true or have come true or they're going to close their chapter. So anything that you've tried to desire or manifest within the last two years, that cycle is ending in this chapter and season of life, which is so exciting. So I'm like rushing to do all these podcast episodes because I want to go back and look in my storage unit where I share like well, I don't share. What do I share with the rats in there? Like I don't, but it's just a little storage unit, but I collect and keep all of my old vision boards and manifestation lists and journal entries and memorabilia. So I'm going to go through that closet right now and see if I can find my old manifestation list from February, 2017. And what's crazy as I'm thinking about it, February, 2017 was my, at the time it was my biggest financial month. It was when I just hired my first coach. It was where everything really started to shift for me. So I'm actually like really excited to see what was on my vision board back then and to check out how much of it has actually come true. I feel like this is a beautiful segue into today's podcast episode where I'm sharing with you a recording from the Badass Business Babe Facebook group on my most valuable lessons that I've learned in the first 30 years of my life. So talk about coming super full circle. I celebrated my 30th birthday a couple of weeks ago, back in January, and I felt really called to reflect and just ask myself, like, what were the most valuable lessons that I've learned and what am I truly grateful for? If I had to break it down into like five powerful lessons, what would the first 30 years of my life represent? And I think at every level of my journey of life, I'm always asking myself, what did I learn and where do I want to go? Right. And if we can learn to show up in that space, we're always learning from our experiences and we're always getting better and improving and taking our lives to the next level, which is so fulfilling in so many ways and such an opportunity for expansion. So in this episode, you'll hear me in a live Facebook training celebrate my 30th birthday, which was not today. It was January 15th because this is a recorded podcast episode, and my five most valuable lessons that I learned in the first 30 years of my life. 
If you love this episode, please share it on IG stories. Tag me at Badass Business Babe. And finally, if you love the vibe of the training that you're listening to, just know that all of that happens in the free Badass Business Babe Facebook group. So you can come join us. You don't have to pay anything. It's a free space for all entrepreneurs who are vibing high, looking for support and free coaching. You can go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash Facebook to join that, or you can just search Badass Business Babes on Facebook. Okay, guys, enjoy today's episode. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Eliz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by the 30 Days to Launch Your Biz program. If you guys haven't checked it out, badassbusinessbabe.com is full of online courses to support you and take your business to that next beautiful level. The 30 Days to Launch Your Biz program is a course that maps out every single thing that you need to know about growing an online business from start to finish. I like to call 30 Days to Launch Your Biz the foundation of building your online empire. In there, you learn from me about how to build your website, how to identify your brand and your ideal client, how to strategize to attract clients, how to have sales conversations. I mean, really, 30 Days to Launch Your Biz is the start to finish course for getting everything up and running, and I'd love for you to check it out. To find out more information about 30 Days to Launch Your Biz and all of our other online courses, you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash courses or just click the link in the show notes. That's badassbusinessbabe.com slash courses. What's up, you guys? It's my birthday. (laughs) I feel like such a little kid. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something about turning 30 that's like, I just feel super excited and playful and childlike, and I'm just fucking owning it. This this morning, this is really funny. Um, Matt has like this rule. When he wakes up in the morning, I am not allowed to bother him for like the first hour or two because I wake up and I'm like super energy. Let's go. So high vibe. He wakes up and he's like, I need some time to like come into this day. Thank you, Lauren. So um, we have this rule, like I'm not allowed to have any conversations with him for like the first couple of hours. And he just kind of wakes up and takes his time. Whereas me, I'm like, I got a million ideas from sleeping last night. But because today is my birthday, I was allowed to wake up and immediately jump into this place of like celebration and happiness. So I was like, Matt, it's my birthday, so you have to take pictures of me. Matt, it's my birthday, so you have to celebrate and jump up and down and say happy birthday. And he's like, this is going to get old really fucking fast. (laughs) But it's my birthday. And I just feel like there's so much here for me in this lifetime that like the first 30 years were so amazing and so incredible that I don't really understand why people say like oh another year older that's so bad or like oh no like I'm too old like I just fucking love it I've spent 30 years on this planet it's so fucking cool and I think about kind of like 
every birthday where I wanna go next. Thank you, Keely. I always think about like, okay, I'm here and X, Y, and Z has happened and I'm worthy of celebrating all of that and I'm grateful for all of those moments, but like, where do I wanna go next? And so anytime I'm trying to shift, whether it's my birthday, the new year, or just a decision that I'm like ready to up level and change, I get a new notebook. I start a new journal with a clean slate, like a total new chapter. So today I'm waiting patiently totally not patient, I'm waiting for Amazon to deliver my new journal so I can just spend the rest of the day reflecting and opening up my heart and just talking about what I want for this next chapter. I think like we often let life run us and we think, oh, like X, Y, and Z is happening to me or like all these different things are going on in my life. And we it's so easy to get into that place where you feel like you have no control over what's going on in your life. And I think there's so much power in getting out a notebook and saying, no, I'm deciding that this next chapter of my life is going to be about X, Y, and Z, or I'm deciding that this next year, I'm no longer gonna participate in A, B, and C, right? Like we have to get really intentional with our lives or else we run a victim to the structure of how our life is. And I think we all have the opportunity to claim it and say, you know what? I'm gonna make this life about what I want to make it, right? I'm gonna take charge. And when I look back on my first 30 years, it took me a really long time to figure that out. And so today on, this video, I wanted to record a podcast episode live with all of you guys about the five most powerful lessons I learned in the first 30 years of my life. Now, I know this is a badass business babe Facebook group and a badass business podcast that I'm recording this for, but I think it's really important to mention that the shift and evolution of you is what creates the results in your business. And so sometimes we go through things or you hear me talk about certain things that aren't really about business, but they have everything to do with business because when you're taking care of yourself, when you're really looking at how you feel about your own life and how your relationships are with other people or how your relationship is with your body, whatever it may be, the more you heal those areas of your life, the more your business starts to expand. Trust me, speaking from experience, I have been there. So two announcements before we dive into today's training or today's podcast episode. Number one, we have two weeks left of enrollment of six figure biz babe the link is above in the bio and number two we have four spots left in our badass business retreat so if you are interested in that you can send me a message or click the link above so i just wanted to share this with you okay guys you ready thank you for wishing me a happy birthday cole thank you all of you guys for being here and celebrating with me i feel i feel really happy i'm like yes 30 okay so you're gonna learn some things about me today as I share these five most powerful lessons that I learned in the first 30 years of my life. And this was a really hard thing for me to reflect on because I feel like I could write down 300 lessons that I've learned that have been so impactful in my journey of going deeper and deeper into who I am. And I think that in the beginning of my life, I felt like, I was being controlled by the situations around me and that I didn't really have any power in who I was or how my life was. I felt very much like a victim and a lot of the process of these last 30 years was really about reclaiming and really about me recognizing, hey, everything that I want for myself, I can actually have. 
Everything that I think I can't control, I can actually choose something different. That was a really eye-opening shift for me. And through that process, I was able to learn really powerful lessons in finding my identity, finding my place in business, creating wealth, deepening my relationships with others. And so, of course, I think I am ready to share that with all of you guys today. So five powerful lessons that I learned in the first 30 years of my life. And the first one that I had to start with was number one, your struggle is your greatest gift. I had a really hard time with this. When I was growing up, I felt like I was such an outcast. I felt like nobody understood me. I remember growing up in middle school and getting bullied really badly for being an ugly kid or... I remember boys used to make fun of me for like not shaving my legs. They would call me a monkey and girls didn't want to be friends with me because the boys didn't like me. And it was just this like really hard time as I was coming into being a woman. I associated becoming a woman with a lot of pain. And then that expanded through my life where if you guys don't know my story, I really searched for love and recognition in men growing up for much of my life. And so I um, found myself involved with an older boy. I was 13 and he was 17, which looking back, it's like, what the fuck was that kid thinking? Uh, But at one, one point, he broke into my house and assaulted me with six of his friends. And that was really the shift in my life where I started to believe that bad things happened to me. And so that happened. And then my freshman year of college, I was raped. And I had all of these like really bad experiences around love and acceptance and Um, vulnerability that, oh my God, totally shaped me. Like even to this day, they are still such an ingrained part in my identity, right? And I think I was taught to move on and pretend things that were bad didn't happen. Like that was how I was conditioned to to, uh, grow up, right? Like that's what my parents taught me, like dust it off, pull yourself up, and just move on, right? But as a very um, emotional person and somebody who's like really connected to her feelings, that wasn't possible for me. And I didn't have the tools to work through those things. So my freshman year of college, after I was raped, I attempted suicide and I ended up in a hospital and I was, when all of my friends were going away to like spring break, freshman year of college, I was in a inpatient psychiatric facility And I was told by doctors that there was something wrong with me, that I had a mental illness, when in reality, I was just going through so much trauma around what I had been through. And I didn't tell anybody, right? Because I believed that anything that was bad that happened to me was something to be embarrassed about. And I spent a great deal of my life stuffing all of that down, but feeling this really deep calling in my heart to just like unleash it and tell people and like let people know who I was and what I had been through. And I didn't understand back then because when you suppress, this is what ended up happening, when you suppress the bad things, when you pretend that you don't have a mental illness or you don't talk about the trauma you've been through or you don't share your stories of getting hurt and you stuff it down and pretend like it never happened, it is like a beach ball trying to push that underneath a big wave of water. It comes up and it smacks you right in the face. And that was what was happening to me because I was ignoring 
all of this struggle because I believed that my struggle was something to be ashamed of. And what I ended up learning over the last 30 years was that when I learned to love the struggle, the struggle became my greatest gift. It became something that I was so grateful for. It allowed me to look back and go, wow, I am so proud of myself that I've overcome that. Um, even moving forward, like I know I, I'm briefly sharing with you guys the story, but after I came home my freshman year of college, obviously I was so traumatized and I sought out a very, um, an older man who I would then marry, who I thought would keep me safe. And I married this man and I'm like, okay, he's older. He's not going to hurt me. He cares for me. He protects me. Well, I didn't know, but when you're making decisions out of fear, they're always bad, right? <laughs> oh, they're always bad. So I attracted this man who um, was a drug addict and we ended up you know, getting divorced within our first year. And that was like the, the final pivotal moment for me. I was 22 or 23 at the time. And I'm like, holy shit, I cannot escape trauma. And I was trying to run from it all the time, making fear-based decisions. And finally, I was like, you know what, Morn? You need to really fucking heal yourself. You need to look at this stuff because bad thing after bad thing keeps happening. And all you're doing is trying to run away from it and pretend like it's never happened. When would now be a good time to let go of this old story that you attract bad things? And so I went on this journey of self-discovery. And that divorce was a pivotal moment for me because it's what changed everything. That pain of what I experienced gave me enough leverage to say, I cannot live like this anymore. I'm ready to make a change. And sometimes we look at trauma as something that we need to avoid or something that we have to run away from or something that holds us back. But the reality for me in these last 30 years was that once I looked at my trauma and was like, whoa, this is my fucking gift right? This is my gift. I was given these experiences so that I can help people. I was given these opportunities of struggle so that I can overcome the obstacle and then I can encourage people to do the same thing. And that was pivotal for me. So I started to look at all of my baggage as beautiful. I started to look at all the struggles as significant pieces of me that I was proud of. And when I became proud of the struggle and really loved those parts of my journey and loved who I was, right? That was when my life started to shift and that's when everything started to change. And ever since then, the more work I've done on healing those old stories and coming to terms with what I've been through in my life, the more abundance and happiness actually opens up for me. So I really wanted to start with this as being number one for you guys because I think along the journey of trying to get what we want, sometimes we feel like we're fighting for it, right? Sometimes we feel like our baggage is so painful that we're never going to get what we want or who are we to declare what we desire or we've never gotten what we wanted before, so why now, right? But when you start to look at all of these elements that make you you and you become proud of them, you become such an inspiration for other people and you give yourself license to be, right? And there's no greater gift than that. Just giving yourself permission to say, this is who I am and I own it. So a lot of my work now when I, when I work with women one-on-one um, -on -one or at retreats or intimately is a lot of looking at this stuff because the more you start to look at these areas, the more your abundance grows because you'll feel safe to expand. So I know this may not, you may not think it has a lot to do with business, but it does because if you don't know how to show up as you in your life, 
in all the parts of you, the light and the dark, how can you expect somebody to be inspired enough to invest with you? And so a lot of my healing in business started because I was healing myself, right? So that's number one, biggest lesson of my zero to 30 life. Number two, and this is so cliche, I wrote them down behind you guys, but this one I feel like we really do need to talk about. You can literally achieve anything that you set your mind to. Like literally anything that you desire with 100% certainty, you can go after that and you can achieve it. The only thing that needs to happen is you need to believe that it's possible. And I did not understand this in part because I had a lot of baggage in my life, in part because I felt like I was different or weird or not good enough for what I wanted. And in part because I was hurt by a lot of people and I failed many times. But when I started to show up in this place of believing that it wasn't a matter of if I could get what I wanted, it was just a matter of when, everything made so much sense, right? Like you don't get into the car and go, I'm gonna drive to grandma's and I don't know if I'll get there, but I'll get there, right? And you don't know what the road is like, you don't know what the traffic's like, but we never say, I don't know if I'm gonna get there or not. We go into the car and we go, I'm going to grandma's, I'm gonna get there. And if there's a detour, I talked to my grandma this morning, so I think that's what's coming up for me. But if there's a detour, if there's a roadblock, if there's extra traffic, it doesn't matter. You still think you're getting there. You still believe that you're getting there. And then guess what? You get there. So I started to look at things that I wanted as non-negotiable outcomes. And this was a big game changer. I started to say, okay, I want to make six figures. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when I had that approach, I was in this mindset of trial and error, trying to find the right thing that worked, right? Versus if I didn't know if I was going to be successful or not, I would tiptoe and half-ass it and sort of try to build my business and not really believe in it. And so the alignment of my mindset to say, I am 100% certain that I am getting this goal. And it's just not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, non-negotiable. I started to see results in that mindset. And now I teach women how to really condition that within themselves to really anchor into that belief because when you have that belief and you show up in that belief and act that way, magic happens. And I used to think that there were certain people who were successful and there were certain people who weren't. And then there were certain people who were healthy and there were certain people who weren't. There were certain people who found love and there were others who didn't, right? When I had this approach to life, it was almost like the journey of life was lottery. It was like, well, you may or may not have been dealt a good deck of cards, but good fucking luck figuring it out. And that was not fulfilling. And I spent a long time of my life like operating in that space where I, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to go into theater. I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to sing and perform and act. And someone along the way conditioned me to believe that I probably wouldn't be able to do that, right? Because it's hard, right? It's a competitive industry. And when I had that belief, it was like, well, did I get the right deck of cards, right? I don't know if I should do this because what if I'm not destined for this? What if I'm not meant to do this? What if everybody else has this outcome or can have this outcome, but maybe I'm one of those people who just can't. And that started to show up in everywhere of my life, like in everywhere, (laughs) like it was showing up in my weight because I started to align with the story that said, hey, you can't have a healthy body because you just didn't get that 
right deck of cards, right? You weren't born that way. Or I couldn't be a Broadway star because I didn't have the opportunities soon enough, right? Or I couldn't find true love because I just wasn't destined to find the right person. And like living in that mindset, my whole life was designed under those conditions. And just imagine like what kind of life that is. If you think that you may or may not have the opportunities that you desire, what kind of life is that? It's miserable. So along the way, I started to make a change in that approach. And I said, well, maybe the only difference between somebody who succeeds and somebody who fails is the decision to be successful. Maybe it's just this, right? And maybe it's that little switch that says, I'm going to do this and I'm certain I'm going to do it. And I may not reach my goal by the specific date of outcome, but I'm going to strategize and figure out what works and what doesn't so I can reach my goal. And that was a real game changer for me because I realized I have the power it's in your moments of decision-making that your destiny is shaped, right? Your decisions, not anybody else's. It's in your moments of decision-making that your destiny is shaped. And I was able to see that quote, it's a Tony Robbins quote, and just go, wow, I have the power. And I can literally do anything I set my mind to. So when I decide that I'm going to make $2 million, right, will I reach it this year? I sure fucking hope so, but if I don't, I will right? I will reach it. At some point, I will figure it out. It's a non-negotiable for me. And aligning with that, no matter what your ultimate outcome is, maybe you want to buy a new house or get a new car or reach six figures or reach a million dollars, whatever it is, or find true love, right? Just decide. Decide that it's going to happen. And that simple decision and then aligning with that decision with mindset work and reconditioning of your subconscious will change everything. It will change your whole entire fucking life. Keely said, you said 2 million and my heart jumped. Yeah. So what, what would life be like or what would you do differently if you decided that you were going to receive $2 million? Right? Like, well, how would you show if you decide I'm going to make $2 million one year in my business and you decided that you would be on a journey to get to that goal. When would now be a good time to decide? No matter what the goal is, you guys, all, all of us have the ability to, cheat, to achieve anything that we set our mind to. The third really powerful element of breakthrough for me, um, and this is something that has come on most recently, probably in the last 10 years or so of my life, business is a spiritual game. And I never really understood what that meant. I had heard it a bunch of different times. Business is a spiritual game. When I started to grow my business, I was really hoping to be successful for two reasons. Number one, I was really tired of being broke. And number two, I wanted to prove to everybody who was doubting my, my decision to quit my job that I was making the right choice. And on paper, it made no sense, right? A lot of my investments and decisions along my journey made no sense. I hear this from so many students of Six Figure Biz Babe where they say, oh my God, I just invested in that course and my heart is racing and I feel so nervous and I don't know if I made the right decision and like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening, right? Because the version of yourself that makes these decisions, the higher version of you is like, yeah, no shit. No shit, this is the right thing. And you feel this calling in your soul to do it, but then your, your right frame of mind or your egoic frame of mind, the one that's like based on logic and like 
what everybody else says is like, well, that's not really what makes sense right now, right? That's not really the right thing to do based on your income now or based on your debt now or based on your family dynamic now. But when you live in the future and you say, okay, well, the future version of me, right? Would she scoff at this investment or would she say, hey, this investment is going to change my fucking life, right? She would believe it was 100% certainty in her action, and she would trust that intuition. So business became a spiritual game for me because a lot of what I was doing along the way that actually created success was logically no sense, right? It literally made no sense. So quitting my job with no plan made no fucking sense. I remember I put in my resignation. I had a job at CBS News for the network, right? We won Peabody's and we won... Uh, Emmy Awards, and I did so much to feel worthy and significant, but I was not happy. I was miserable in the news element. I remember the big breakthrough for me was the Newtown School shooting, and I had to call photographers. If you guys don't know this story, this was a story where all these preschool and kindergarten kids were killed by a gunman who just went into the school. And my job for that, that show when that happened was to call photographers and ask if they had photos of these kids that they would be able to release. I mean, what a heavy job, right? I had to make decisions and watch content on television of live trauma and it really did a number on my heart. It made me really heavy and I knew that this was not the career that I wanted for myself. This was not making a difference in my in my point of view. This was not what my soul was calling me to do. But on paper, I had a job that everybody would have loved. I got to meet famous people and I got to work with people on television and I got to make history, right? But for me, I hated it. And I had to learn in that moment where I quit my job, I had to learn to separate the logic by following my heart. And this is something not a lot of people do because we live under the conditioning of what we're supposed to do or what's supposed to be right. So you're not supposed to quit your job, the job that is the envious job that everybody wants, right? You're not supposed to quit with no backup plan. You're not supposed to pull out your 401k to financially support yourself in your 20s, but that was what I did. And I remember the minute I made the decision, right? The moment I made that decision, I felt this wave of anxiety just leave, like I'm free. Right? And sure, over time, I felt these ups and downs of like, I don't know if that's the right decision. I'm nervous. I feel like I might have made a mistake. I went through that roller coaster, of course, right? But I think when I, when I quit, I felt this feeling in my heart of like, oh my God, this was the right decision. And every decision that I've ever made that maybe didn't make logical sense always ended after I made the action, after I did the thing, it ended with this little spark of joy and excitement and like opportunity. And I could feel it in my body and I could feel it in my heart. And that was the moment that I realized business was a spiritual game and the journey of being successful was not about milestones or accomplishments or recognition or achievement or being seen. The journey of creating success and actually creating a purpose for yourself in this world was about the journey of spirituality 
and I'm coming deeper and deeper into myself and learning how to feel safe in the risk. And along the way, from the moment I quit my job, even until now, I'm on that journey where I'm doing more and more work to look at myself. And what's really powerful about business is it tends to bring up all of the egoic fears, thoughts, and doubts that ever existed in your life, like ever. And they're all in business. It's fucking crazy. So when I started to run my blog, I was running a blog called What is Perfection. I started to share stories of what I had been through. I I shared my rape. I shared um, quitting my job. I shared the stories of being misdiagnosed with a mental illness. I shared all of this stuff. And in that process, I was like, holy shit, what are people going to think of this? Oh my God, what if my mom reads this? Oh my God, what if my ex-boyfriend is watching this Facebook Live? What does he think of me? But all of this was coming up because as a human, I was insecure. It wasn't about business. It wasn't about my stories. It was because at my center, I had a lot of self-worth that I did not heal. I had a lot of feelings of inferiority or being not good enough that I really needed to look at. And business brought all of that up. And that journey continued, you know, even in the space of like trying to reach goals and not knowing if I'm going to get that outcome. That's a whole spiritual practice of learning how to surrender and learning how to trust and learning how to give up control and learning how to have faith. And so over time, the more successful I've become has been directly connected to my ability to go deeper and deeper into my identity and to heal who I am. The version of me now who I am did not fucking exist, right? There's this quote somewhere on my website. Lauren Liz Love did not exist when I started this business. I designed her. I decided that I was going to be this woman who was competent and certain. And along the way, in order to create that success, I needed to start healing these old parts of my story that said I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't prettier that I wasn't beautiful or that I wasn't worthy and or smart right like all of those things so the journey of making money in my life the greatest lesson and greatest gift in business was that the more I started to look at myself and really start to heal who I was and the more I directly connected with my higher source universe god whatever you like to call it the more money I started to make so business is a spiritual game always always remember that The fourth really powerful lesson between my zero to 30 life was that my personal life and how I feel about myself are directly connected to the success that I create. And this is kind of going off of the the other bullet point that we just talked about, but I never really understood that. And I remember as I started to grow my business, one of the things I did was I came off of medications that I had been on for a really long time. I was addicted to Adderall when I was in television news because I was working overnights and I was like, oh my God, I got to stay awake, right? Long hours. I was working midnight to 9 a.m. And um, I ended up developing a problem where I was really starving my body and I was using Adderall as like this tool, right? So in that process of quitting my job and coming back to my center and really finding out who I was and shedding this identity that I thought my job made me significant, right? People always used to be like, oh, you're so cool. You have this awesome job. Like, it's great. So fancy, so impressive. When I didn't have that, I didn't know who I was. And so I went through this identity crisis, came off of the Adderall, started to figure out who I was. And in that process, I... I really had a hard time because I was obsessed with growing my business success and I stopped taking care of myself. 
So I gained a ton of weight and I was sitting in front of the computer every single day, just like hustling and go, go, go. And I, I gained, I was up to 200 pounds over the last three years at some point. I think this was two, a year ago, I was at 200 pounds. And I was trying to grow a business at the same time. And I was like, no, 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 put me on the sideline. Let me grow this business. Once I make enough money where I'm not starving, then I'll finally take care of my body. But that was a problem because it was never enough. And what ended up happening for me was I was so afraid of growing my business to the next level because I didn't feel comfortable in my skin and I didn't want people to see me. So if I didn't want to be seen, I rem why would I ever try to grow my audience? I would try to grow my audience, but it wouldn't grow as fast because subconsciously I was afraid of what people were thinking of me. And I would post Instagram stories, but I would only show like the first half of my body, right? Cause like, I don't want people to see my full frame, right? And I would do Facebook lives, but like I would be so insecure the whole entire time about how pudgy my cheeks were. And I would think about running retreats, but then I was like, oh my God, if I run retreats, people will see the bottom half of my body and like, what will they think of me? All of that was because for the longest time I was operating where success and significance and achievement were priority over my personal life. And that was so fucking wrong. And that's what we're conditioned to believe from the get-go, right? Like, go to school, focus on school. That's your number one priority. Well, that doesn't fucking work because what if you get really tired? What if you get burnt out? What if you're not happy? Right? We're not, we don't learn these things as kids. And so I learned that success and recognition was about burying your head in your work and working super hard, and then the success will follow. But this these 30 years, what I've actually come to find is that the more I cared for myself and the more I really took time for me to love my body or to love my soul or to nourish my knowledge, the more I did stuff for myself, the more I was creating a safe container to expand. This is one of the things we talk about in the VIP training of the month, which is feminine energy, right? When you are creating a safe container for expansion, things grow easier. But if you don't feel good about yourself and if you have issues in your personal life, you will never create safe container for expansion. Great story I always tell. I had this woman I was working with one-on-one -on -one who was in a miserable marriage and she wanted so desperately to create six figures, but she was really miserable in her relationship. And I remember asking her, if you made six figures, would you leave your husband? And she broke down in tears because the thought of having to make that decision was so scary to her. So she self-sabotaged and made herself play small where she would never have to make that decision ever. So she would avoid reaching big levels of income because big levels of income came with a scary decision to make. And so anytime you're living out of, out of alignment, where you're disaligned with what you truly want for yourself, whether it's in your body, in your relationships with others, in your home life, in your lifestyle, whatever, if you feel out of alignment, there is not a safe container for your business to grow. And so this was a big shift for me, learning how to recognize the more I looked at myself and the more I did the inner work with myself, the more I was like, whoa, I'm fucking awesome. I can't wait to show up and serve the world. And I had more energy to do it and I felt more certain about my role in that, in that dynamic, right? You guys, it's so funny. So, so many of you are relating to this one. Yeah, this is like a really big one. 
And part of like when I look at Six Figure Biz Babe and what I've designed, it's why the strategy and the mindset are together in that program because the strategy is really effective. But if you don't look at yourself and like do the inner work and in your relationship with money and your relationship with others and your body, there's there's no opportunity for expansion. And so healing both of those things, getting the right strategy in your business, but then also getting the right strategy on your mind and coming home right? Coming home to who you are truly meant to be. It's been one of the greatest gifts in the last 30 years of my life. And then finally, number five, this is a big one for me. One of the greatest lessons I've learned in the last 30 years. And forgive me if I cry. (laughs) It's okay to be seen and loved by others. And I had a really hard time here because when I was trying to grow my business I didn't have love in the equation. I just had recognition, right? It was like, okay, how many followers can I have? How many people can I have on my email list? How many people can I feel significant with who enroll in my programs? And I hired my first coach and this was like a big shift for me where I started to recognize that underneath all of that was my need to feel love. Right Underneath all of it was just this deep desire for me to feel loved by other people and for me to show love to them. And I was taught very early on that that's not something you do, especially with strangers, right? You don't show love to somebody you don't know. Now, I say I love you to everybody. I say I love you to all of you in this group because I feel like you're my family. I say I love you to the mailman when he walks the package up the stairs of our house. I am just in this place where like, I wanna let someone know that they are so loved and recognized in this world because I spent so much of my life feeling unrecognized, right? And I never want somebody to go through that. And you never know what somebody's going through, right? So the more I started to incorporate love into my life, even if it was with people that I didn't really know well, right? That was the, the place where like everything started to expand for me. And I know I keep saying that about all of these things, but really ultimately, the more that I showed love, the more I received. And I used to be someone, again, this is something we talk about in the VIP training that drops tomorrow on feminine energy. When you don't know how to receive, whether it's a compliment or somebody smiling at you, right? I used to always look down like, no, 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 they can't. Or somebody really just telling you they love you or someone giving you a gift or a compliment, whatever it is. If you don't know how to receive that, you cannot feel comfortable receiving money because it's all an energetic exchange. So when I started to look at that and I was like, okay, well, I want more money in my business, but like, where am I not showing up to receive? Where am I not showing up to receive compliments, to receive you know, the favor or the help or the recognition, right? Like, where am I not seeing that? And it was huge for me. So I started to show up and act and act as if I felt comfortable giving love, like even when I didn't. And so I would show up on a Facebook Live and I would say, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here, right? I would start to um, respond to DMs in my inbox with love and acceptance. And I had this this weird belief of like, I can't show you who I am until you pay me because I didn't think it meant that I was safe, right? I didn't believe that I was safe to truly show my authentic essence and my true self unless somebody told me that they desired me, 
right? So with an energetic exchange of money, I was like, okay, this person really does like me. Let me show them my real self. Let me actually be here for that. And I made a decision over the last couple of years to change that where I said, you know what? I'm going to be myself with everybody. What would world look like if I was truly myself 150% of my life? What would change, right? And that's where like everything exploded in my business and that's where life became so beautiful because I felt safe to expand and because I was living my life as me. And I think we often walk around in like this shell, right? Like we're not who we truly are and we're not in our true essence. And so we put a wall up or we don't show people our true selves or we resist attention, whatever it may be, however it shows up for you. I think I just want all of you guys to know when you infuse that love into your life and you just say like, I am so safe to care for people. I am so safe to help people. I am so safe to be myself in that process. Everything changes, right? Everything expands, everything grows. And so a lot of the times on my group coaching calls for Six Figure Biz Babe, you'll see me cry or you'll see me share a really vulnerable story and I'll work with somebody one-on-one with interventions and you get these huge breakthroughs because that vulnerability element is there. And so for anybody who's trying to grow a business and you aren't showing up to be vulnerable, just think about what that's doing for your resistance around money and ask yourself how you could change that. You know, even if it's getting into just a deeper layer of connection with people than you have right now, challenge yourself to just grow a little bit in that area of life. Hey guys, that's it for me. I am so grateful to be here. I am so, we're going to hit 10,000 subscribers in the Facebook group today. And I am just going to totally celebrate that. I want to go to Party City and get balloons. I want to get a three and a zero so I could take a picture with like the 30. But then I also want to get balloons that say 10K so I can celebrate 10,000 people in the Facebook group. The community is really important to me, right? I think a lot of people say this about the group programs that I run, and this is why I have a retreat coming up. The community and sisterhood has been such a big takeaway for so many of my students because we often walk through this life feeling so alone, right? We feel unrecognized. We feel insignificant. And so I would just love as a birthday gift to me, if you guys would be so kind, show people in your life love. Show anybody that comes your way today love and affection and appreciation, even if it's a compliment to your mom or a hello to a stranger. Just do something to give today, to give love and affection. It doesn't have to be money, right? Just give. I would love to see that from all of you guys today um, in honor of my birthday So, and in honor of 10,000 people in the group. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I will see you all tomorrow for our VIP training that drops. And I am so excited to see you guys in Six Figure Biz Babe. Love you. Bye, guys.